welcome to episode 182, not 181, which is what I would have said of Divided by Werewolves, because I'm a dumbass, and when I uploaded the last episode, I said it was 180, even though we had already done 180. <laughs> this is why I'm going to let you all in on a little secret. Aside from the fact of not wanting any sort of an additional blow to our collective ego uh, that no one would actually pay for the show. As long as it's free, no one can complain about shit like that because right. you get what you pay for. <laughs> well, and let's just be honest. There's absolutely no ego whatsoever on this side of the microphone. Not not for me. Like, I, I got nothing left, man. <laughs> I think I have enough left that I don't want it shredded by seeing people go, mm, no, mm. not even, not even <laughs> no, you know what, no. Yeah. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, here we are, face to face, a couple of silver spoons. Um, Iceland was great, had a good time, ate a lot of really great food, ate so much lamb, I thought I was going to grow horns. Mm-hmm. Uh, scenery, beautiful, went at the absolute right time. My wife got to see the Northern Lights, so I was very excited. Although, I will tell you, what they don't tell you when you see these pictures of the Northern Lights is that sometimes when you look at the Northern Lights, they're white. They still Mm. dance around. They're still very cool to see how they shift and swirl and turn. But when your camera looks at the Northern Lights... They're green. So when you go online and yeah. you see these pictures of the Northern Lights, you're like, holy shit, that's amazing. And then you see them, you are kind of like, ah. Ah. But that being said, the further north you go, the, the darker it is, the further into the colder, into the winter it is. They usually then you is when you really do get to like legit see the color gotcha. display. We were just, it, they came out like, so even in uh, September. Sorry, I don't uh even in september you know the sun doesn't set until eight o'clock well just because the sun sets at eight it doesn't get like truly dark until like 11 o'clock so the hotel we stayed at part of the reason i picked it was to see the lights is they actually have a little wake-up call and just like you don't even have to like call the front desk and say i want a wake-up call they have a button on the phone for northern lights wake-up call so i hit the button so because we're old, we'd spent the day, and we went on this cool-ass nature preserve. We hiked, you know, top of mountain and whatnot. And so we were tired, so we were doing what married old married people do. We were in bed drinking wine, watching the British version of Love It or List It, which is, you know, exactly. I mean, you know, we, we found HGTV even in Iceland. Uh, <laughs> and we, we were, I was expecting, because I'd been... You know, tracking the forecast, I thought 11, 12 o'clock, 10 o'clock, fucking phone rings. And they're like, come on out. So we go out and we're like, oh, there it is. Yeah, all right, it's cool. You know, not nothing all that big. Go back in, get back, you know, your bed, get my wine, playing Slay the Spire on Switch, watching British Love It or List It. And the phone rings again. And Linda's like, why don't you go out back? Because we had a, a room off the back of the hotel. Mm. Uh, off the back of the room. So I go out the back of the room. I'm like, yeah, it's okay. And then I turn around to face the front. They'd said it'd be in the front of the hotel. And it's like fucking dancing and shimmering around. I was like, oh, we need to go. (laughs) So thankfully, I had looked up ahead of time what settings to use on my camera. Because you've got to, you know, you have to set your aperture to be as wide as possible. You've got to have your shutter speed as long as possible. Because, you know, you want to try to capture as much as you can. So, um so we got some really good pictures. I was glad that uh, you know she was she was able to see him. So, um, so that was great. Coming home, no problem with the hurricane. Thought like awesome. Yeah, and then we both got awesome. COVID, which is less oh, awesome. Man, that's, that's awesome for sure. Yeah, Goose had mentioned like, yeah, oh. he, she was like, you got to ask him if he, you know, if it's all the northern lights. I was like, well, yeah, he did. He posted pictures, and she was like, where? And I was like, I don't know, somewhere. I saw him. And then, uh, yeah, she didn't know what blue sky was. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll throw them up in the Discord. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot all about it. I, I just finished getting through all the pictures off the camera today. Um, so I'll throw them up there. But, um, yeah, so COVID, you know, not not a fan. I don't know anyone who is. Um, right. You know, and the thing, you know, this is 
you know, kind of where <laughs> really kind of I think if you were to to put this uh, particular case study in front of the founding fathers when discussing, you know, states' rights, they might have a different view of things because mm. when you go to the CDC, they're like, you should do this and 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 this. And then at the end it goes, but you should find out your individual state guidelines. And I was like, I think that means I'm supposed to suck off an alligator. Like that's basically, <laughs> you know, is, and, and, and so I looked up the floor, the Florida COVID guidelines right now are like, if you're sick, stay home. That's it. Mm. Not like how long, when should you retest? Mm. How long do you stay home? Should you wear, you should you wear a mask? There, it's literally like, well, I mean, if you're sick, stay home. And I don't even know if it's if it's sick. I I think it's just like, I think it's literally just like the shrug emoji, like eh, you know, like yep. <laughs> yep. I think we still have to go to work. We just have to wear a mask. I mean, that's. And I'm like, that's the problem, though. When you leave it up to the states, and and don't you know, and are just like, and they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's so, here to stay, y'all. Like, yeah. So and that's the thing. So then you go, okay, well, from a as as someone who's not an idiot mm. and not you know doesn't live their life based on a bumper sticker uh <laughs> one way or the <laughs> other right right like right. but 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 really just the one way if i'm being honest <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's not like i see the folks with the coexist and i'm like oh fuck that guy <laughs> you know <laughs> right right you know like I, you know, as someone named Brandon, I'm thrilled for all the support I see on the daily, <laughs> but it is a bit much. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, as, as someone, you, you try to be a responsible person. You try to go, all right, I'm going to, I want to do what's right. And I know that we're in a different place and the different uh, isolation guidelines were coming from a time when, you know, whatever we 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 didn't have as much immunity and blah 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 blah. But at the end of the day, you still are making a decision whether you want to go and frolic, spewing your fucking germs all over the goddamn place, right? Right, right. And Florida's just like, yeah, man, it's good, it's all good, whatever. <laughs> Home of the free, whatever, <laughs> whatever. So you know, I yesterday I went out to the grocery store and I licked all the. Uh, uh, the uh, let's go Brandon bumper stickers and yep. you know <laughs> I had a great day <laughs> so I, I spent the weekend uh, playing a lot of Baldur's Gate uh, and watching HGTV mm. so but I'm um, feeling good Paxlovid's a miracle um, that shit works like if you can get it my suggestion because this is what I did and I'm not it wasn't even in my wife's idea because she she emailed our doctor and was like hey I'm immunocompromised I should get Paxlovid because she legitimately is uh, she has uh, ulcerative colitis she takes uh, an infusion that you know lowers uh, her uh, body's ability to fight infections um, so that it won't rebel against itself and you know so he's like yeah here you go so I was like, well, I live with her. So I emailed, we have the same doctor. I was like, I would like Paxlovid. My wife's immunocompromised. He's like, uh, fucking, you know, day quill for you, bitch. <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, most people tolerate it well. They seem to do fine in seven to ten days. I'm like, seven to ten days? Like, yes. I'm walking around here. I don't even know if I could spell my name. Like, that's how bad the brain fog was. Like, are you kidding me right now? I'm supposed to feel like this for 10 days? And then I was like, well, I, I guess I'm the asshole. And I was just, like, content. You know how, like, you just get in that, like, self-pity, like, a little wallowing. Like, well, I guess I'll just suffer then, you know? Mm-hmm. And my wife's like, why don't you just get a telehealth appointment? And I was like, what? She's like, we get telehealth through through Aetna. Just, like, get a telehealth appointment. And then she's like, fake your weight. Tell me you're like 250 pounds or something. Like, <laughs> I did not fake my weight because I had already put in that. I bumped it up a little, but not that much. And so so I got on the phone with the doctor and she's like, yeah, you qualify because you have anxiety. And I was like, fuck yes, for once. <laughs> it's doing something for me. <laughs> so, you know, COVID, not great. Don't like it. <laughs> but that's fine because we're all... 
it's all good. We're all yeah, I'm, uh, trending upward, hopefully. <laughs> three t- three timer over here, so. Oh really? Yeah. You know, and it's one of those things like I I I don't I can't say like you know, I mean, we kind of followed what we thought we were supposed to do while we were traveling, but you know, that being said, clearly there were some some lapses in uh in our strategy and you know, whatever. It's like uh you know, I think the the right thing is just try to be responsible about stuff. Now, my daughter, is, I think, is loving it because she's like, I don't have to do shit <laughs> <laughs> around here because I, you know, I don't want to, don't want to be near them and hope that, you know, in the you know, risk getting it, so I'll just hole up yeah. in my room and let them take care of everything. And <laughs> so she's she's pretty thrilled so far with the uh, with the whole thing. So, mm. <laughs> all right, so. We have uh, two movies to talk about, one of which you've already talked about, mm-hmm. uh, but I finally got a chance to watch. We'll do that one. Let's do that one first. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm curious. So that is uh, Talk To Me. So Talk To Me hit uh, Video On Demand um, while I was away, and uh, so I watched it when I got back, um, and uh, we talked about this, uh, I want to say it was two shows ago. Um, mm. Yeah. Um, no, uh, sorry, it's three shows ago. This is one seventy nine. Um, you know, I I thought that um, I thought it was well acted, mm-hmm. and um, I really did like, uh, especially some of the montages they had. You know, this idea of um, you know these kids essentially using the spirit world as like a giant bong. You know, yeah, yeah, right. Um, you know, it, it kind of brought me back to like the the Ouija board panic of like you know in the eighties when and that in that movie you know Ouija or whatever you know it was like you know where uh, this idea oh if you you know even though it was made by Hasbro or Mattel or whatever the fuck made it, it was like oh if you open the door to the spirit realm who knows what'll come yeah. through uh, you know and then and and just you know kids being dumb kids and. You know, you just can can see that eventually this is going to go badly. But even like when the guy's like making out with the dog where you're just like, oh, my God, you know, it's like it, it felt very real to me in terms of if you had a bunch of dumb teenagers get an artifact like this between like this is what they would do with it, like with the, especially oh, yeah. you know, everybody filming it and then using it as like a. Almost like they're getting high with it. So I, I really liked that aspect of it. Um, I mean, the rest of it, I, I, I thought was kind of was was fine. Like I, I don't, I'm fine with them not explaining where the artifact came from and them not yeah. really knowing. What I, I was less fine with was, um, not really having kind of a definitive understanding as to why the the younger kid got trapped the way that he did and i know they said like i don't know if we blew the candle out but he started spazzing out you know or like basically like trying to hurt himself while under the control of the spirit the i mean that the reason why they don't know whether they blew the candle out was because he already was like starting to hurt himself and so you know that i was a i kind of wanted a bit of a some understanding as to why most folks are using it like a drug trip and 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 i guess it's just just like other like drugs i mean sometimes you could have two people one person takes drugs and you know a particular drug and they're fine and the other person loses their mind right um, but you know i don't know because i'm kind of used to in like supernatural movies having a more concrete explanation even if it seems stupid uh right so so it just felt very um i don't know almost like they just they didn't want to try they were just like well it's just it's a thing that happened um and you know but then the movie just the whole movie is now just kind of hinging upon things that don't like they don't know why it happened in the first place so then they're not they don't know how if anything's gonna work and it just i don't know like I, I liked it more as a um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High with ghosts. <laughs> yeah. And and less of a, a spiritual successor to It Follows, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, 100%. I, 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 you know, <clears throat> like I'm curious to revisit it still because uh-huh. I haven't yet. 
um, just because I bounced off of it, you know, harder than I expected to. And that's not the movie's fault. Again, that's my fault for buying the hype. The hype's fault. Yeah. You know, um, so I can't really fault the movie for that. That's my fault. But, uh, but yeah, man, like I just felt like nothing, like nothing really happens. Like it's, there's no stakes. There's no, well, that's the thing. I mean, they, they make it sound like, you know, oh, it unleashes and it like, well, it, it doesn't like, it'd be one thing if like, this door was open, and now like everybody was being possessed. Right. You know right. what it what it did was was it, it it to me it it felt like if I did I don't know anything about Danny and Michael Philippou. It feels to me like they wrote a movie about drug abuse. Right. And and just and instead of writing, you know, uh, Requiem for a Dream again. They were right. like, you know, well, let's make it about ghosts. Yeah. And the ghost is a stand in for drugs. And right. you've got some people who end up doing drugs and it's fun and they have a great time. You have some people who react violently to them and end up hurting themselves and other people. And then you have some people who end up getting, quote unquote, trapped in right. in the lifestyle. They they It's not enough to kill them. It's going to eventually. But they're just stuck. And so if. To me, if you look at it more as like an allegory for drug abuse, it, it makes more sense. Yeah, it works, if you, it works better, yeah. If you look at it as like, you know, because the thing about It Follows was that you as a person, you had to make a decision whether you were going to pass this thing on to somebody else mm-hmm. and live or not and then die but you also knew it 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 wasn't going to end with you right so like you weren't going to be the noble hero by just going well i'll just let it kill me mm-hmm. it would you don't know what the deal with it was it's got to move on to somebody else there wasn't anything like that here like you said there was no stakes outside of the group of people and not even outside of the group of people one person two people the, yeah, exactly the brother and the 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 family for the the main character there um mm-hmm. what was her name um uh mia so it's like okay it, it feels way less and it doesn't have to be a big world ending stakes um but they did kind of make it sound i thought it was going to be like oh shit man they let this shit out and now it's going to fuck up everybody Mm. And I, and I right. know that part of it was also like you're because Mia is still so traumatized by the death of her mom. Um, that you're like, well, how much of this is is a result of that, right? Um, and then the guilt of of what happened. Yeah, some of that was I thought was the only really interesting parts of the movie was just how yeah they kind of toyed with whether or not you know the the ghost of her mom was. Was was being know. helpful, yeah. Right, yeah. That stuff was good, but I mean, at the end of the day, still. And then that kind of a what I guess was supposed to be a shocker twist ending. I was I just rolled my eyes so fucking hard, and I got up and left the theater. Yeah, I was just like, come on, man. Yeah, and that's the thing. And it's, it's just it's weird. It just seems like it, it was just be, this praise was just being like thrown on this movie, and I'm like, I just didn't get it. Yeah, it's not bad. I just I was like, really? Like this is what everybody's flipping their shit over. Yeah, I thought it was, you know, I thought it was good. I I I, I enjoyed watching it, but I, you know, I I didn't think it was anything. Um, I wouldn't say like, oh, it was like one of the best horror, the the best horror movie of the year. No. Um, you know, um, but. I got you know I di- different strokes for different folks I guess yeah, like, for I, don't, sure. yeah. I mean and and that's the thing it's like I go it'd be one thing if it was like okay like 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 something like a you know skin and right like mm. not really my thing but pretty creative you know yeah. like like a like for uh, for, a, for a lo-fi horror movie I mean it, it was it was pretty creative the, the, the type of scares they were able to get, the atmosphere they were able to set up, you know, um, whether or not um, it worked for you 
if you are into horror, you probably could still look at that and go, well, you know, that was a pretty, that was an interesting take. Yes. Um, this, I think, I like I said, it, it just felt more, not necessarily derivative, but it was, it was, it was, um, it was following in another movie's footsteps. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, I'd be, I, you know, interesting to know if folks that, you know, didn't like it follows like yeah. this movie. Yep. Um, but, uh, you know, I, you know, that being said, I, I, I'll keep an eye on these guys. They, they, they definitely, you know, the, they have a good eye for disturbing scenes for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, especially like, you know, some of the, the, the violence is infrequent. But when it does happen, it's pretty significant. And, you know, so many times when you, you know, have a horror movie or something or any movie and somebody gets the shit kicked out of them and then they're in the hospital and they have like a, like a little butterfly bandage, you know, above right. their eye, whatever. I mean, the, this kid, Riley, man, he was fucked up. So every time mm-hmm. you saw him in the hospital, I mean, my man was fucked up. So, um, yep. you know, they definitely have an eye for... Uh, you know, kind of putting stuff in front of the viewer that can get under their skin. But you just, you know, I feel like you just need to have the connective tissue just has to be a little bit stronger because that, that visual stuff, I mean, it's it's only going to go so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, you know, I don't think they're bad filmmakers per se. I thought that um, it's just that the story, I, I just wasn't as, as into it as um, as I thought I was going to be. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I, 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 I'm still, I, I'm, Glad it did so well for them, and I'm excited yeah. to see what they do next. I hope it's better than this one for me, but, yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. They're certainly competent filmmakers. It's just this one just kind of didn't do it for me. Yeah, yeah. And it, it is always – it's very weird just to 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 see what kind of takes off, you know, what – you know, when movies uh, kind of grab hold of, um, you know, kind of the, the public con- – or the horror yeah. consciousness, I should say. Right, yeah. Um, and, and to some degree, I always I, I do feel as if, um, you know, folks are always kind of looking for something to crown as the next thing because then, I don't know, I don't know if it's just wanting to be the person that found the hidden gem before everybody else or, yeah, or what you know we're not really content anymore just to kind of like have a thing be good you know it's got to be the best thing that, you know, it'll scare you more than you've ever been scared in your entire life. Right. All right. Let's pump the brakes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If you ever peed blood, that scares you more than you've ever been scared in your entire life. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) You ever try to get a urology appointment on a Sunday? That's not going to wait. like All right. So the next movie is a more, uh, I guess, traditional horror movie, uh, despite uh, it uh, being a subject matter that uh, um, has been done to death across multiple films, uh, but never this particular bit of it. And that is uh, The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Um so, Last Voyage of the Demeter is uh, a chapter. It's either seven or seventeen pages. I don't remember which. Uh, within Bram Stoker's Dracula, uh, which basically uh, is exactly what the title says. There's this ship, the Demeter. It's the ship that Dracula books uh, passage on uh, through his uh, intermediaries for his coffins filled with all of his soil and and himself. And, uh, you know, surprise, um, you know, not having a blood bank on board, uh, he just decides to uh, munch on the the sailors and the crew uh, as they make their way uh, to England. Um, So, you know, this this movie, it, it I mean, when it starts off, like, you know exactly what you're getting into. One, it's in the title. Mm-hmm. To it opens with the Demeter like essentially um, coming ashore, uh, you know, off of the the English coast, and 
in this you know kind of remote village and these people are like what the fuck why is there a boat and it's all the boat's all fucked up and then you know they go down to the boat and they're like everybody's dead so mm-hmm. you know as soon as it starts you know um how it's going to to end which i love those kind of movies simply because yeah. it's always fun to try to to see how they get from point a to point yes. b um yep. and 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 to and in some cases you know you're 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 going all right well is anybody going to make it out alive and if they do how and and whatnot um you know the other thing that's interesting about this movie that i liked about this movie i i first of all i loved this movie um it 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 you know it reminded me of like an agatha christie type of like closed room you know alfred hitchcock closed room mystery Mm -hmm. where it's like once that boat takes off it's like that's it there's no help there's no radio there's no like it's them that's it whatever happens it's these these uh these sailors like a it's like a titanic but instead of an iceberg there's a fucking vampire right and and the the thing that it's like it's always you always have to remember when you're talking about dracula movies and i don't mean like son of dracula like drag i don't mean dracula sequels i don't mean Mm. dracula 2000 i mean og dracula movies based off of bram stoker's is that the people of that world have no concept of a vampire. Right. So they genuinely don't know what's going on. Like right. when, whenever that happens now in modern times, when movies set in modern times where there's a zombie outbreak or a vampire, or I'm always like, do you not have this shit in pop culture? Like, like it always just seems so wrong to me that you've got a fucking iPhone, but you don't know what a zombie is, right? Right. Yeah. Um, but this, it makes sense. So, so, so when when they find a woman uh, on board and they're like a stowaway and she needs a blood transfusion, and you're just like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, well, I guess she, yeah, she must have stowed stowed away. And you're like, no, she did not. <laughs> um you know but the movie you know it it sets itself up well you know it's got all kind of the things you would expect including like you know all of the you know the 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 uh, romanian you know kind of guys bringing the boxes and they're all ready to be on board they're like fuck yes we're gonna do this journey and then they see the dragon crest and they're all like no like uh-uh. right yeah. Like, yeah spitting on the ground and the crew's just like what what's the big deal they're just yeah. like get the fuck out <laughs> but it's like you know i just you love to see because as a viewer you know right so you get that fun, like, yeah. oh, shit's about to go down. Yes, yes. Um, and then, uh, you know, it was, it was extremely well acted. Uh, Corey oh Hawkins God, plays, yes. plays Dr. Clemens, who um, is basically had come to uh, to Europe uh, in the hopes of being, like, the uh, head of medicine at a I believe at a at a college in uh, like Dublin or something, but they didn't know he was black. And then they, when they saw he was, they were like, "Fuck that shit." So he's just yeah. trying to find his way, you know, back to England. Um, and uh, of course, Liam Cunningham plays—he uh, was always excellent—plays um, yes. the captain of the boat, Captain Elliot. And then uh, David Dasmalchian, who's just having an amazing year. Um, yeah, man, good for that guy. Uh, plays Wojcik, who's like the first mate, um, and then you know you've got uh, you've got you know the, the the young boy on board, you've who tends to all the animals, and so so like as like as the board is getting set, it's like you you know part of it to me, it's like the the click 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 as you're going up the hill for the <laughs> roller coaster. So when the kid's <laughs> taking the doctor on the tour. Of, you know, of all the animals, you're like, well, that's where it's gonna start. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like in yeah. the thing with all the dogs in the pen, right? You're like, <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, you just you see how it's gonna progress, and so even even if things 
follow what might feel like familiar beats. I, I still felt the movie had enough originality to it and um, in the ways that it handled um, the subject matter to uh, to still make it interesting and surprising. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. And, and worth watching. Um, yeah, you know, I, the the coolest thing about it is, and, and it goes there at the end. But this is a, this is not a Dracula who who is like you know, uh, the Dracula is kind of you think of him, uh, even in in um, the Gary Oldman one. You know, yeah, he he is feral. You know, yeah, he hasn't he hasn't eaten. You know, he's he's basically in the bat form until mm-hmm. the very end. You know, kind of thing. He's this is a creature movie. You know, which is which is cool to see. Because, you know, and the thing was, like, the marketing, it was like The Last Voyage of Demeter, and for whatever reason, that name just didn't, it didn't click with me, and I was like, well, oh, look at this movie, this looks kind of yeah. cool, there's like this bat monster, yep. and I think that was kind of the case for most people, but, you know, I should have known, but mm-hmm. most people wouldn't, you know, Yeah. and then they finally had to switch to, no, 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 it's Dracula, guys, yep. like, <laughs> yeah. so, uh, but man, this movie, uh, first of all, I love the director, I'm going to butcher his name, um, oh, yeah. Andre, um, yeah, that did uh, Troll Hunter, which I yes. fucking love. Yep, and uh, Autopsy Jane Doe. Also, obviously, opto- yeah, which, which we both loved. Um, yep. Just and you know, this guy just, just he just puts banger after banger and out. This scary is stories to tell in the dark. Yeah, which is yeah. a phenomenal like entry level horror movie. It's a legitimately yep. great movie to watch, even if you're a seasoned yep. vet. But if you're looking to for something to, you know, maybe as a good on ramp, it's it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And so and so, I think you know, with that, this movie goes there, you know, in, in ways I didn't expect it to. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't pull a lot of punches, man, when it comes to <laughs> to, to what's going down on this boat. You know, yeah. uh, there's some pretty gnarly shit in this movie. Yeah, um, the gore is really good. Yep. Cast is really good. Creature effects look good. Like yeah. I, I really had no complaints about it. I really had a blast. One of my favorite things I've seen this year. Yeah, and to your point about Dracula, what I liked about the way they portrayed him and the the um, is that yes, at the beginning, like you said, he's hungry, he's feral. A- as the movie goes on, he gets these looks in his eyes at times when people see him, and mm-hmm. even though he's still in the bat form because. I mean, at that why it would it really doesn't matter if it right know, and it and it and it helps him in terms of navigating around the ship, but he gets these looks in his eye like he he's playing with his food like mm-hmm. he knows exactly what he's doing and so to yep. see that kind of transformation from just full on hunger you know <laughs> beast mode for lack of a better word, right. uh, but then to to shift to that the that. Uh, conniving, manipulative type of all the way to to the end, which I won't spoil, um, was just you know a really cool bit of character work um, on the part of um, Javier Botet, who played who played uh, Dracula with mm-hmm. with I mean limited screen time and limited yeah. opportunity to kind of do that type of work, but you can see you know that all of the facets of of what we expect from from Dracula in in those uh those those instances where we really get a good look at him um yeah and uh yeah and i i thought it was i, really, I thought it was great I, I thoroughly enjoyed like almost like his like uh like how sneaky and shit he was you know yeah. like like he would let certain people see him, but then like, you know, yeah. like the others would be like, yo, what happened to, you know, what, what's the dude talking about it? And they haven't seen him and stuff. So it was like a lot of that kind of like cat and mouse almost yeah. kind of stuff too. I thought it was really good. Yeah. You know, turning the people against each other and stuff and half, yep. you know what I mean? Cause you know, like half of them are like, oh, this dude's insane. We got to lock him up and shit, you know, whatever right. and stuff like that. It's like, right. It was super cool to watch him kind of, like you said, kind of play with the food like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's just uh, the production values were were very high. Like it was just it was it was just all around. Like it came and went in theaters so quickly, which breaks my heart. That it's I like, was just um, like, is this movie not good? Like, because I don't really yeah. read, I don't really read reviews. I watch stuff based on whether 
I think it's going to interest me. Um, mm. And sometimes that works out and sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it, it very much put me in the mind of, um, oh, shit, the one from last year that was like the werewolf movie, not really a werewolf movie that I liked so much. Mm. They had the one scene. I was like, shit, that reminds me of the thing, the autopsy scene. Oh, God, yeah, what was that? I hate that I can't remember the name of it. That's yeah. how, that's the problem, right? Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know like what you're talking about. Shit but, last year, but yeah. yeah, yeah, But it, it so it 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 came and went so quickly that I just to be honest, I didn't really have high expectations, and then so then when I watched it, I was like, "This is a legitimately good film." And right. I go, so then you're like, "Well, should you it's not cursed. have released it?" Cursed, yes. Like, yeah. should, the, should they not have released it in August? Should they maybe have released it you in know, October? Like, I don't, I don't, that, I don't know if any of that matters anymore, to be perfectly honest. I really honest. don't either. It seemed, but you know what I mean? Like, just logically, you'd think, especially the way, it, you know, because they put it up against fucking Barbenheimer. Like, it's yeah. like, I yeah. don't, I don't, I mean, if, if it had to been for that, it probably would have done a little better, I think, to, even in August. But that just, it just seems like such an October movie. Right. Yeah. But um, definitely worth watching, especially with October, you know, right around the corner. Um, it's a it's a great, you know, kind of old school, um, you know, kind of, you know, hammer films type of, mm-hmm. uh, type of joint. Um, yep. So definitely add it to your uh, to your list of uh, not just Halloween movies, but but Dracula movies, because even though um, it's not a Dracula movie that you might have come to expect, it's. Uh, it still still goes goes hard in the paint for uh, for the the boy from Transylvania. So, <coughs> excuse me. Um, all right. So, uh, so for games, I can't remember. We talked before, and you had said you were playing something. But I can't remember what it was. Well, that's part of the problem with the game. <laughs> Um, so you know, Destiny's being DDoSed and, and you can't fucking finish doing anything without getting kicked or you know whatever and it's just frustration at this point uh, so I had seen uh, one of my buddies that I from the discord that I was raiding with stuff last year He he's been playing different stuff too just cause you know Destiny again is in such a mess uh, and he started this uh, free to play the first Descendant mm-hmm. game uh, and I was watching him play, and it looked kind of cool, you know, whatever, kind of, you know, it, it, it's uh, a looter shooter, which, you know, I like, um, but it falls more into the camp of something like um, Outriders. Oh, okay. If Outriders was free, which it should have been. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's about to leave Game Pass, so if you haven't gotten into Outriders yet, yeah. now's your chance. I'm telling you. So it kind of, it very much feels like that. And its approach to loot is very much like Outriders. Oh. And I think, and it, and it kind of made me realize, I guess, why I love Destiny as much as I do. Mm-hmm. It, when it comes to the loot aspect anyway, and why I get so hooked on this shit and wanting all these guns or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, when you when it comes to games like this, and there's something like, a, like an Outriders or like a, even Borderlands. Like, they throw so much shit at you for, for literally anything that you do yeah. that you don't even have time right. to, like, get acquainted with a gun before you've got something that's nine levels better than what, you know right. what I mean? So, and Destiny has lots of loot, don't get me wrong, but, you know, that's when things like exotics and, and things like being able to infuse, you know, higher level things into something you like that you found that you like or like cer- even certain weapon archetypes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the the weapons just seem to have more of a new uh, unique feel to them or like a voice like almost you know what I mean like Yeah. Where whereas something like Outriders I'll get a machine gun and then I'll get another machine gun. Right. And there's there's no difference in between them. They one of them looks maybe looks cooler than the other one. Right. But but when it comes to actually using it, they yeah. all just feel very similar. And uh, this game is very much like that. I mean, okay. I don't know. I'm not. I don't. I can't see myself getting super into the story at all. To be honest, I was skipping cutscenes and shit. I don't <laughs> care. That's always a good <laughs> sign. Like, no, yeah. I'm like, good. Uh, 
this weird guy is like trying to capture this thing and you you find it first and of course you go on a mission to to recover it but he gets there at the same time as you get it and of course he takes it and shit and it's like yeah you got to go get it back from him or whatever i don't even know what the fuck it is some kind of steel heart iron heart thing i don't know <laughs> but it's like yeah i'm just this dude in this big ass like badass armor suit just mowing down fucking these guys that look like thralls and like you know all this other stuff but but that being said I actually did have fun playing it, you know, mm-hmm. for the, I put a couple of hours on it, uh, and I don't know, you know, I guess it's still in beta technically, I think at this point. So it's, it's a lot of, uh, it's very repetitive, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not bad. It, mm-hmm. it would be a fun, like time waster, you know, with friends. I think I've been playing it by myself, but right. Uh, and there's like different classes. Like I picked the, I, like I said, I just picked the guy that looks like a Titan. He looks badass. <laughs> He had a cool helmet, so <laughs> hey, sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah, for me, for sure. Yeah, like, um, yeah, I've been doing that, and then Armored Core. Ooh, I've hit a wall in Armored Core. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it's tough, man. That game's that game's hard. <laughs> that's why I was like, I was like, oh, I'll play Armored Core, and then I heard Jay start talking about it, and I was like, oh, I will not play Armored Core. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I'm I'd good. Still, it's still, it's not as unforgiving as other From games, but it's still a From game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing is, like, the thing about old Armored Core games is, like, if you hit a wall like this, like, typically you would start messing with your you builds. Gear up, yeah. Yeah, but, like, in, order, in this one, I don't know. I don't feel like it was this way before, but, like, I own just about everything in the fucking shop that's available to me right now. I'm still stuck on like, this mission. What else can I do? <laughs> I <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> the game's like, yeah, get good, bitch. And I'm like, well... <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I'm still playing it. I still play it just about every day. I've just, I just, I've been replaying old missions and just banking up money, hoping that at one point I'll get through the the mission that I'm on. But yeah, that's funny. Yeah. So I um I finished Immortals of Avium, and I actually like I feel really bad that that studio like they ended up laying off like half of them because of mm. how poorly the game, you know, has done. Um, you know, I don't, I didn't, it wasn't my thing. I, I wasn't a fan of it. Uh, I don't like seeing people lose their jobs right. uh, as a result of it, especially, you know, I mean, the decisions that they made, like that game very much to me felt like a, a single A game on but with a triple A budget. And mm. I don't I don't feel like given the type of game that it was, um you know, single player only, magic based first person shooter mm. that you needed to spend as much money as they did. Like it just felt to me like that eventually was not going to bring them the return um on investment that they were hoping for. That but, you know, that being said, you don't like seeing that happen right um, for sure and then uh, so i finished that up and i was like okay this is before the trip i was like i'm gonna play starfield so i went to play starfield and uh pretty much every time i would play starfield i would fall asleep um <laughs> so <laughs> uh and what i realized is that it just was not a very good game um <laughs> <laughs> Not for me, anyway. I don't know. Maybe it is. Who knows? I, I mean, it could be that it's a, a good game that just has a terrible first impression, mm-hmm. um, which to me means it's not a good game. But, <laughs> you know, I know there's people that, you know, they like it. They're having a great time with it. Uh, and, yep. you know, more power to them. Uh, it just, you know, I'm playing this game and I'm just thinking to myself, is is this really how far like this studio has come like yeah this is not different from it very much is a bethesda game like it, if, yeah and, from what i've watched of it i haven't and, played any of it <laughs> and i'm just like the, the 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 combat was just boring mm-hmm. just shoot just shooting that's it shooting you know grenades whatever but and not good gun play either you know right um and and then and then it's like oh scan this hallway for nineteen hundred fucking clipboards and you know it's like they 
they throw all this shit, you know, in the hallway to, to, to make it seem like there's all this stuff, but it's all just garbage. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, immediately, immediately it's like, well, you're the most bored person in the world. All right. And then, you know, and then you just, they, they, you get a, a ship and then you're off to the races and it's just, but they're very boring races. It's like, mm. I don't know. It's just like, and, but then the more I was like kind of playing it and, and then, and then people are like, Oh, you know, you can come to me and trade resource, you know, res- you can research things and build things. And I was like, but I've already done this in no man's sky. Right. And the thing about no man's sky for better or for worse is that, you could land on a planet where everything's great. <clears throat> you could also land on a planet that's an absolute fucking hellhole. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you might need to stay on it because there's a particular resource you need. And maybe Starfield is like that. I don't know. It felt very sanitized. It just felt like the danger of space exploration was not really something they were interested in, um, what do you call it, uh, invoking. It was mm-hmm. just like, here's your ship, you know, you can, while you're getting shot by uh, pirates, you can twiddle with these little energy levels, because that's what you want to do. Everybody loves a good mm-hmm. energy level adjustment simulator, <laughs> um, you know, and then, uh, but yeah, it's like, then you land on a planet and this, you know, whatever, it's like, okay, cool, there's some things you can go do, and and then you come to an outpost and it's like a mass effect outpost and then you come to another outpost and it's like another mass effect outpost and and so you know and it's like you know maybe if 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 you just play Bethesda games and you're like but even so mm-hmm. like Fallout I feel like Fallout has like going finding a town like a big town in Fallout I don't know or settlement or whatever it seemed like it had more variety but maybe maybe not I I did play Fallout uh, four, so it's possible that it doesn't, and I'm just remembering um, other games. And so then, when I got back from my trip, and I'm like in the throes of COVID, and I admit completely that is not an adequate way to evaluate a game. So I'm glad I had time with it before going on my trip, because otherwise I would be like, "Oh, well, you were just sick." Because no, it's just I just find it legitimately boring. Um, mm. You know, and then the other thing, and 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 part of the reason why I I find this interesting is because I've been playing a lot of Baldur's Gate Extended Edition. It, it the Baldur's Gate um, uh, complete pack on Switch, which was Baldur's Gate uh, Extended Edition, Baldur's Gate Two Extended Edition, um, Siege of Dragon Spear, Throne of Ball, and. Uh, there might be one other expansion, but basically everything Baldur's Gate related was on sale on Switch for 15 bucks, like mm. hundreds of hours of gameplay for 15 bucks. And so I've been playing a lot of that, and it is crazy how little Starfield pushes the needle forward in terms of a role-playing experience. From Baldur's Gate, a game that came out in 1998... It's like Baldur's Gate might be a great, you know, D&D second edition game. It's a shit role playing game because there's really not a lot of opportunity to role play. It's basically like, hey, I'm good. You're evil. You shouldn't do that. Like, that's basically it. There's no like you're not, you know, you're not like there's no more serious moral quandaries where you're you're trying to figure shit out. There's nothing like it's like the, the game has very hard rules. So if you're a thief, you're not going to be like, well, I'm going to try to, you know, wield this magic club. They're like, well, you're or whatever. It's like the, the, the game won't allow you to kind of play in a role playing sandbox, so to speak. So it really just comes to, well, are you are you doing what your alignment says you should do? And that's basically the extent of it. And I feel like Starfield, like I, I, I'm sure I just didn't get far enough, but I didn't really feel like that the there was even like there was really much of an opportunity because I mean, <coughs> you can pick a background when you start, but you don't have to. Mm. So it's like you could just be a vanilla person and then just make shit up as you go along. There's no role playing at all. It's just like, well, now I feel like stealing shit. Now I don't. Uh, I'm gonna shoot this guy in the face. Uh, I'm not gonna shoot this guy. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> not like right. 
you know, the game, it's like, and it's not, it's almost like how you, I don't know, like, I just, I'm having a hard time describing it. And again, I recognize that I haven't played enough of it to really, you know, to necessarily be able to say. But, you know, the other thing is like, my God, like, Baldur's Gate is so annoying with all the inventory bullshit. And Starfield is the exact same thing. Like, you, in 2023, I'm still having to put stats in weightlifting so that I can carry more stuff. Like, why? Like, if you want to be creative and say, well, you've got a great, like, perfect example would be No Man's Sky. Where it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, you have a spacesuit. It's got a limited number of slots. If it can go in the slots, you're good. You could also put shit in your ship. You want to carry more shit? Get a better suit or pay, you know, or find a thing that gives you an upgrade or find a bigger ship. There you go. You know, whatever. It's based on, you know, if you, if you, if you wanted to do something like that, I personally feel that inventory limits are just stupid in this day and age. Like, you're already suspending disbelief so much. Like, who cares right. whether you're not I'm yep. carrying on? So it's like you just you're so they're throwing all this shit at you. And then you you can't carry it, and then you got to figure out where to fucking sell it or whatever. And it's like I spent so much time just flipping between menus trying to decide what helmet to drop that I was like, this is not fun. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't care about anything. I don't care about anything that's happened. They're like, oh, there's artifacts. Okay, great, good for you. Like, <laughs> like there's no, I don't know. It just it it felt very inconsequential. It wasn't like, hey the universe is about to come to an end and these artifacts are the key to stopping it. We need your help. They're just like, Oh, some dude gave you a ship and you found this piece of metal and you seem cool. You want to join us? And you're like, yeah, all right. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe the point is not for it to be like that. I don't know, Mm. but it wasn't compelling enough for me to want to find out. And that's the thing is, is, is it could get better. But I feel like in the first five or six hours, knowing how little time people spend playing games, and if you don't believe me, look at any game on any system that tracks what percentage of the player base completes achievements. Mm -hmm. Look how many people complete the first achievement and look how many people complete the last. (laughs) Those numbers. Look at my fucking backlog. (laughs) Those numbers are never the same. Mm-mm. And not in an upward direction, which would be weird right. if, if there were more people finished the game than started it. Like, no, I love I this game so much, I violated time and space. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's like if you don't grab someone within the first five, six hours, then you've got on a game that's supposed to be, you know, they're out here saying, oh, it would take you 160 hours just to see the true game. The fuck out of here. No, yeah. it does not. Right. And who's going to do that? People will do that. That's whatever. So I deleted it. And uh, uh, this is the most I've thought about it since then. Yeah. But Baldur's Gate, I'm having a blast with uh, the extended edition. Uh, Beamdog did a fantastic job, which, man, they also have been hit with layoffs because it's stupid fucking embracer group that just bought up all these studios and then got rat fucked by the Saudis. Wow. What a surprise. Who knew mm. that these that, that people right. who kill their own uh, folks might not be the most trustworthy of business allies. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they got hit with layoffs too, but uh, yeah, they did a fantastic job with this port. Um, you know, they added a whole bunch of character kits and, and different classes and stuff. Um, difficulty slider, which is like a godsend because sometimes you're tired and there's like so many spiders and I'm like, I don't want to figure out a grand tactical, uh, strategy, not to mention I, I wanted to go with characters I've not, uh, teamed up with before. So I went with one of the new characters, and she's a wild mage, which you're thinking, oh, wow, which is wild. Yeah, <laughs> what that means is that sometimes when she pops off a spell, it does not do what it's supposed to. So when oh, you're fun. surrounded by spiders and you're like, hey, see that 
cluster of spiders over there. I need you to fireball the fuck out of them. And she's like, will do, boss. And she does, and like fucking flower petals shoot out her fingers. Like, <laughs> that, that's, that's not, she's not really someone you can rely on in a fight. Yeah. So you might need to just like crank that difficulty down and make everybody <laughs> invulnerable for 10 seconds so you can get through this fucking battle that you've spent the past half an hour trying to do because someone keeps getting poisoned because i don't know maybe hit the thing in front of you but whatever (laughs) (laughs) um so i'm having a really good time with it uh despite what i just said uh and i'm looking forward to i never played um siege dragon spear um and i'm looking i can't wait to get back into Baldur's gate 2 because i love that game um and uh, yeah, and eventually I'll play Baldur's Gate three, but I'm I'm hoping it comes it goes on sale for the holidays because, as we talked about before, I have a very difficult time spending seventy dollars on a digital only mm-hmm. purchase. But um, yeah, and then on my trip I did play um, <coughs> I played a shit ton of Slay the Spire. That game is fun as fuck. Um, which uh, I actually already had it on Game Pass, but then I bought it on Switch. Um, and then I started uh, Sea of Stars on Xbox a couple nights ago um, on Saturday. And uh, I had played the demo on the Switch, really enjoyed it. And um, I will say that one of the things they don't do a very good job of in the demo is kind of teaching you how to play the game, whereas the main game does. So <laughs> if you felt a little confused playing the demo. Definitely don't let that um, steer you away from it. It's on Game Pass. It's also on the PS Plus, uh, not the free, not the just the, the base tier, but the, the free games tier, um, the game library tier. Uh, it's it's really good. I, I highly recommend it. So, um, so I've been digging that quite a bit. And then, yeah, trying to get into Destiny when I'm allowed to. <laughs> Which hopefully yeah. by tomorrow they'll have that shit wrapped up. Oh, but I don't know. They don't. Everything I'm hearing, it doesn't doesn't sound too promising. <coughs> we'll see. Well, I mean, the problem is I can't even get a really good update because the app points you to the X page, and they've just apparently yeah. decided they no longer need to order tweets chronologically. And I'm not mm-hmm. going to fucking scroll through a four-year feed to try to figure out know. what the hell is going on. Um, it it's, it's really sucks what a fucking dumpster fire that Twitter has turned into. Mm-hmm. Not that it was ever, like, you know, great, but Jesus Christ. what? Well, for something like fucking... this, like, 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 even if you didn't want to engage um, with the people on it outside of mm-hmm. something like this. I, I would go to the, the Bungie help account all the time just to go, hey, mm-hmm. is there a problem? Like, what's going on? And now it's mm-hmm. like, I it's useless. And what bothers me, though, is that Bungie should know it's useless and they should have their own page, a status mm-hmm. page or something set up on their site that would let people know what yep. is going on with yep. the game they paid $100 to play. <laughs> yes. $100 this year. This year, yeah, right, right. <laughs> Because right. <laughs> they have a pretty good, nice, splashy page holding their fucking hand out for the $100 for next year. Mm-hmm. But for me to figure out whether or not I can get into a strike, I got to, like, fucking go out and try to read the flights of birds. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Priorities, people. Uh-huh. All right. So October is right around the corner. So get get your Halloween list going. Uh, you know, make sure you've got your your movies all set up. All the streaming services they're all doing lists and whatnot. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's no no end to. And we got Fall of the House of Usher hitting in October. That Goosebumps show that is going to be on Disney Plus or Hulu, yeah. or whatever. That yeah. looks legitimately good. Like I was. Yep. I'm very well, plus Justin Long, man. I'm in. I yeah, mean, like... I'm very excited for that. Yeah, um, it looks pretty good. Yeah, so so between those two things, and then of course, there's 181 episodes of horror film recommendations by the two of us. Yeah, <laughs> saying if you need, you know, to, you know, 
figure out what to watch. Uh, I think I know of some places you can look. So mm-hmm. anyway, um, well, next show we'll have plenty to talk about is, uh, we still have a bunch of movies in the backlog that we haven't chatted about yet. And of course, you know, new stuff is coming out, uh, all the time. And then, um, I hope to have, um, more time with with sea of stars in for the next show and then you know Assassin's Creed mirage is just right around the corner so it's very yeah. exciting uh but whatever it is we decide to talk about hopefully you will be here with us so for myself and mitch uh this has been episode 182 of divided by werewolves thank you so much for hanging out with us and we look forward to spending some more time with you in the next two weeks So for myself and Mitch, thank you again. Good night and have a good evening.